Are you looking to change this year? Today we're talking about how making one small change along with the power of gratitude and prayer can be the catalyst for a powerful transformation. Emily shares that she couldn't take care of others like she wanted until she was in a good place. She says to look for silver linings in your day. So please stick around and enjoy the show. Coffee with Tea. I'm your host, Tiny Tyler, and I'm excited because I have Miss Emily McNamara on here today, and she is going to teach us about how to take that one small step because too much change is overwhelming. So, without further ado, I'd like to bring it over to Miss Emily. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so much stuff going on, and so especially this time of year, that's that's just become my mantra. It just kind of develops. And this year definitely helps with that, that you can't do everything all at once because then you just want to quit and give up. Right. I mean, yes. Hmm, I mean, that's, so, yeah, yeah, I want to, I know I'm going to give you a moment really to really dive into who you are and um, really basically how you've been dealing with this whole COVID-19. So tell a little bit about who you are and, and what's going on. Well, so me as a person, I resigned from my special ed teaching position after eight years. Um, I'm a teacher by heart. I have a servant heart. I just want to help. I want to teach, but I wanted to be able to do that without limits. And I just wanted to help people however they needed. Um, and with my own story of how I was helped just keep sharing the love. So this past year, I went into the school year, you know, with the intent of resigning and everything was falling into place. The Lord was opening doors, you know, lots of prayer. And this looks like it's going to happen. And then COVID hit. And I'm like, maybe this is not supposed to happen. But even though I tried to kind of resist it at every turn, those doors just kept opening and it just became clearer and clearer that this was the path I was supposed to take. And a lot of that, as awful as COVID has been, it's also been positive for that. I was able to learn how to get quiet and really listen and reflect and know to trust myself and trust those opportunities that were coming for me and how to better share through my experience with other people. So again, as awful as COVID has been, it really, I think it's been a turning point for a lot of people and has become my one small change mantra, even with mental health. I mean, we talk physical health, but mental health is so huge too. So just finding all encompassing and how everything works together for the better. Right, right. And I, I love how you um, you share that, you know, too much change is it's overwhelming. And I was, I heard from a friend a while back, she always said, um, overwhelming is a choice. Do you, do you agree with that? Or do you see how that might be? It is a choice because- you, you choose number one, how much you put on your plate, right. And how you react to that. That's been one of my favorite sayings that I've seen out of all of this is if you can't control the situation that's happening, you can at least control how you react to it. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and that's how I was when this all started, I mean, it was a 
a huge change and I get overwhelmed with change. <laughs> but again, in getting quiet and realizing, okay, I have control over this situation to some extent and I can choose what I take part in and how I react to this situation and make the most of it. So if, if you're getting overwhelmed, that's always something that I tell my clients is just focus on that one thing, one day at a time, pick that one thing that's helping you stay focused, stay stable, and then just build on it from there. Right, right. And I, and I want to, you know, you touched on the fact that you taught special ed, correct? So, I mean, I know a lot of the, the um, students that you may have dealt with had to deal with the being overwhelming. So you're basically taking the training that you've been trained on and just taking it to a, lar a larger scale with, with a bigger audience. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why the transition has been so easy and so positive because I was already doing that. I mean, that's with my special needs students, I was teaching those life skills. I mean, we were learning things like how to sit and wait, how to follow directions. And even as an adult, we still need that, you know? And so it was just, it was my calling and I knew I wanted to stay within that realm, but I wanted a, a bigger audience so that I could continue reaching more people to teach that because it's just something that is so helpful and that we need to know for everyday life. Right, right. And I, I love, like I said, it's one small change. So I know taking, you, 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 you're specialized in health and wellness, yes. but you can apply a lot of this to everything that you do. So can you share with that and how you expand upon that? Yes, for sure. So again, like I said, I just, I have that teacher heart. I have that servant heart. I quite enjoyed helping my students. I just wanted that bigger audience to be able to reach more people and to not have those limits within the resources that were giving me. And now it feels, it is limitless with the opportunity that I have within my wellness business and with Shackley that I, I partner with. Um, but I knew in my own personal story that as a tired teacher, as a teacher getting sick all the time because you're working around little kids, um, as a teacher whose stress was causing her some gut issues, that I really just needed to start in this one place. And so as a teacher, that's where my own health journey started. I didn't know, I knew there was something out there, but there was just so much and it could get so loud. And I did, you know, probably too much research and talked to too many people and saw too many doctors. And again, when I got quiet, the Lord brought me the right person. And that's the rest is history from there. The lady that I work with now within my business, but I made myself that one small change in my health. And it just caused this domino reaction that affected everything else in a more positive way. And so coming to that epiphany that taking care of myself is much needed to help other people. I couldn't take care of others like I wanted to do until I was in a good place. And once I got there and I saw those possibilities, you know, then I made that next small change of whatever it was. And then that became a habit. And then I made that next small change. And now I have my story and my experience to share with others to help them through the same thing, whatever it is, could be physical um, health, could be mental health, could be financial health. It's all so connected and just starting in that one place. And like I said, building that habit and then the next thing. And so same thing when I was teaching my kiddos, you had to teach that basic foundation, you know, they got it, they mastered it. You moved on to the next thing. It, it's, it just applies in every aspect of our life, no matter who we are, where we're at. Right. And I love how you say, you know, sometimes people don't know where to begin, but like you said, just take that one step because 
I think we were sharing before that we hit the re the record button. It's like you you take that one step and then you can reassess what doors mm -hmm. will open up and and you've been trusting that system. And so, how does that how has that been working? <laughs> it's it's a mindset, and if you just lay it out on paper, you're like, no, this isn't going to work. What the heck? But when you plant, just like when you plant a seed, like, you know, for a flower and it grows, or you plant a seed or an idea for something else and it grows into something bigger, same thing in this situation. So when I got quiet and got focused and I put it on paper, it's like I kind of spoke it into existence and I'm in that mindset to be looking for it and to know the difference it's going to make in my life. And then it's like, those opportunities just kept coming. And because I was, I didn't realize it, but I was looking for them. I had been in that mindset. I knew that's what I wanted. And so then it was just like, oh, and here's this, and here's this, and here's this. And now I've been able to resign from teaching and teach in a different way. And I love it. And I'm so happy. I love it because like you said, I, I think we, we um, you really hit the, the head on the, I don't know if I said that right. The nail in the head is when you <laughs> when you start shifting because you can look for the negative or you can look for the positive. So it's it, it, how do we shift our mindset to start looking for those opportunities? Same thing. One one small one small thing. Find I've been trying since all of this COVID stuff. I say find that silver lining in your day. I was talking to my business networking group yesterday and I said your topic to talk about in your breakout rooms is something positive that happened this week. Maybe the rest of your day was awful. The rest of your week was awful, but just find that one thing. And so I just finding that silver lining in everything we do. So like I said, the last 9 months or so have been quite a roller coaster, but each day I'm I just find that positive of well, it's been warm in Ohio all through November, like crazy November, right? Or you know what? It rained last night. And now it's a little chilly, but hey, the sun's out today. Or, um, you know, that dinner that I tried to cook didn't quite work out, but at least I have food on the table to eat, you know, and just finding those little things. And seriously, your mindset does start to change. And then you don't even necessarily realize it, but when you're around other people who maybe aren't quite there yet, and there's still some negativity, you're teaching them, you're, you're turning their thoughts when they're like, oh, it's just, I'm just so tired of the rain. Well, the grass is so green though from all of it, you know, and you're just, then you find you're helping other people and you've just become this person of, people tell me all the time, like, I'm so positive. I'm like, I'm really, I'm not trying. I just have gotten into that mindset and that habit and then it just comes naturally. <laughs> right, right. And that's why I would say you, you make it a habit. And that's what happens with the small step. Because like you said, it creates a momentum. Yes. And that momentum is now you don't even stop to think, oh, well, how do I find a positive? You When somebody has a negative, it's like automatic. Like, yeah. Wait a minute. Without the rain, we couldn't have this beautiful sun. You couldn't enjoy it, right? <laughs> exactly. And it's so encouraging. And you're like, what? What did I just say? Yeah, that's right. Okay. And you keep going. <laughs> I love it. So we're, we're down to the nine-minute mark. And that's where I always like to say, if you're pulling, picking up what Emily's dropping, all them golden nuggets she's been dropping along the way, remember, give us a thumbs up. Let us know. Possibly hit a comment. And if we're on Facebook, you know, follow us up uh, with some comments as well. But I was like, we're going to dive a little more into like, how did this become, you know, it's, it's a habit now for you. And I know you say it's like one small step and stuff like that, but what, if somebody's just like, 
um, do you journal? I mean, how do you, you know, get it from your head and, and put it down on paper, like you said, because now you got to put it out. So do you make it a habit to journal? What do you do? What do you do? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You know, I'm not as good at journaling as I would like to be. The thought is always there. And I know it's something positive that I should do because I have so many things to be in gratitude for that I should write down. Honestly, mine is devotional time and prayer. And um, also I work with a coach as well to help me get those ideas out and who has helped me kind of switch my own thinking to the positive that is transferred to all aspects of my life. Um, and I try to then each day show up on social media somehow to continue sharing that positivity. And it's not always necessarily within my health and wellness stuff. I may not be talking about a specific regimen or do this and drink more water or do this exercise today. Sometimes it's just popping on there for one quick minute to be like, Hey everybody, this week's been crazy, but you have it in you to make it through and we're going to do it together. So keep on keeping on. And some days it has zero to do with your physical health and a lot to do with your mental health. And so showing up on social media consistently every day, um, getting into the Bible and praying, like I said, that's, that's been the biggest thing that has helped just putting that trust in the Lord has been huge. Like I said, opened so many doors, um, and just continuing to be in search for those people who need that. They may not know that they need it, but it's always something that I'm putting out there in social media or in my prayers, or if I do write a note down, maybe not journal, but put it out there like, this is who I'm looking for, or this is the video recording I'm going to do today, and it's going to reach who it needs to reach. And by just kind of releasing that and letting it go, then those people start showing up. And I'm like, hey, let's talk. And they didn't even know that they needed me. And now look at them, you know? <laughs> right. So what I'm hearing is, and I want to make sure it's like, you, yeah. you're you following what you've been uh, called to do. Yes. You don't worry about the outcome of like how many people like it or don't like it or whatever. But you know that maybe this encouragement that I'm sharing is going to help somebody else. So you took it as a higher level. This is not just you know, me feeling good, Emily feeling good. This is because I know this is helping somebody and this is what I'm called to do, right? Yes. And I will tell you that did not used to be the case because I am a people pleaser and I want everyone to like me. But when I realized that will never be the case because everyone is so different and everyone in, is in a different place and someone may totally love me and someone may be like, we're tired of hearing from her. Again, when I just released that, that I'm putting this out there because it's been laid on my heart. I have a bigger purpose here. Whoever needs to hear it is going to hear it. Then yeah, it just kind of kind of floods out of me and and the rest is it just happens. And I feel much less burdened, worried about this and that or the other. I'm just like, hey, it's been placed here. So I'm gonna give it to you. Right, right. I, I I can I can relate to like like said because you can get caught up in like, oh my God, I'm going on Facebook, they didn't like me and stuff like yeah. that. But you just like you have to like learn to say. This is not about them because I here's a question I'm always asked. Would you take I always ask, would you take your own advice <laughs> before you give the advice? And if you ain't willing to take your own advice, why are you giving it? Exactly. Exactly. And that can be hard too sometimes. I mean, somebody the other day told me, Emily, you should probably slow down a little bit. Like practice what you preach about self-care. And I was like, you're right. Okay. I'm just gonna go take a break reconvene later. I mean, so people are hearing me and then, you know, when you're not 
taking your own advice, someone reminds you and you're like, okay, this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is what helps me. Got it. So, you know, not perfect, but. (laughs) (laughs) And we were just talking about, I was talking about that's accountability partner and they will pop up everywhere. 100%. And that's what my coach is to me. That's what the Lord is to me. And that's then what I give to other people is, Hey, I'm here to be your accountability partner, whatever your goals are, weight loss, mental health, you know, anything like that's, that's my thing. I love it. Right. Well, I just want to wrap up and make sure that we understand. I know you touched on, but I want to make sure that everybody can know what's the one thing you want to leave the audience with. (laughs) Whatever is in your brain right now, whatever million things are in there, just sit and you can journal them or you can type them out on your phone or whatever it is, pray, but get focus on one of those things in your brain, whether positive or negative, and make that one small change to keep it positive or turn it into the positive. What can you take from that? That one thing that's maybe causing you some discomfort or some unhappiness, or you're just not sure why it's in your brain, got to get it out. Just focus on one of those things and turn it into something that's going to help you And in a way that's going to help other people, because when you shift your perspective to helping others, whether or not that's your heart, but when you shift it into something that's not for you, that one small change will show up and actually happen. And then you'll learn from that. You can just keep going. I was thinking the same thing like that, but you, you said it so much, so much nicer. (laughs) 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 Where can people find more information about you, your services and what you do? Awesome. So yes, I am. I mean, email and text all the time, but um, I am on Facebook, Emily McNamara. And then I have my own VIP page called Happy Healthy VIPs. And if you're not into social media, I do send out a weekly newsletter. So that can be easily subscribed to. And I'm not spamming you. I'm just sending you some positive notes once a week or some healthy tidbits of how to keep going through all these times. So lots of different ways, but those are my favorite. And those are the, those are the good ones. Okay. And Miss Emily, I always want to extend the invitation. Would you like to be, come back as a guest? Always. Yes. Always put me in there. <laughs> all right. All right. And again, I want to thank everybody who tuned in, especially Miss Emily, sharing your nuggets and your wisdom. Thank you so very much. And I also want to remind everybody who tuned in that feedback is always welcome. Email us if you have any guests or show ideas that you'd like to see. Again, all of Emily's um, uh, sites will be mentioned in the, the description box below. So please make sure you check it out down there. Golden gems, I'm telling you. And remember, uh, if you enjoyed this video, give us a thumbs up, leave us a comment. And if you're enjoying more insight, you want to continue to see the insight that we have to share, please consider hitting that subscribe button. And remember, take things in stride, go with the flow and create your own path. And we'll see you back here on another episode of Coffee with Tea. So bye-bye for now. Share with us. What was one of your takeaways from today's show? Post your answers on our Facebook page. Hi everyone, this is Tanya again, popping in to say thank you for listening to today's show. Coffee with Tea interviews are always free, and if you're enjoying the wisdom and insights that are being shared, 
Please stay and grow with us, and show your financial support. You can buy us coffee, or become a monthly supporter. Links are posted in the description box. And again, I wanted to personally say thank you for tuning in.